You ain't not the U word. I'm sorry. Do the U word. <laughs> Unification yeah, of the African diaspora. Well, that's another thing too. Okay. I ain't. I I had a conversation about Juneteenth the other day that pissed off a couple people. Okay. Let's piss off more people. All right. Well. Uh, <laughs> Wait. How much time we got, Stan? How much time we got? Uh, I mean, it depends on how much time you have. But uh, hold on, hold on. Well, where we at now? Uh, looking at what Tucson, I think. We can save for another episode. One thirty-eight. We got thirty minutes. Well, I'm chilling. Well, hey, we can, we can you give us. A we're clip. a fair, we're a fairly new platform, so we can make the conscious mistake. We can consciously make the mistake of going too long. Oh, we can just oh. Or you can I just like chop it. Or you can just chop it. It, 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 yeah, it how, however it happened. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll say this. People, Juneteenth became federal holiday. Mm-hmm. My company. Gave everybody shirts with Juneteenth on it and celebrating all this other good stuff. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked me, like, you know, you, what you gonna do to celebrate Juneteenth? I said, not a goddamn thing, because I ain't celebrating Juneteenth. And that created a problem. <laughs> and my rebuttal was, I'm not for the random arbitrary modification to my culture. I never celebrated Juneteenth. I wasn't aware of what Juneteenth was until I got to college. It's not a part of my culture. And, and I'm not going to allow any third party agenda narrative to change that part of my culture. Now, if my That's kids fair. go to school and they do Juneteenth at school, right before school, get out and they have t-shirts and they do whatever the hell, and then they want to celebrate Juneteenth, all for it. Cool, whatever. But Juneteenth don't really exist to me. So I'll, I'll ask this question. I'm, I'm in uh did did we not directly have a lot to do with that change though i mean because i mean yeah there were certain people that were in power that had to actually you know facilitate that change that us as a culture itself can't do but didn't that start and bubble from us you know what i'm saying well here's the thing like the only reason i got on that is because he said the diaspora right so we like to think of black people I, we like to think of black people as this <laughs> monolithic thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, God yeah, damn it, black I people stop got the jokes. change. <laughs> black people made a change, but like, me, black people ain't did a goddamn thing. You get what I'm saying? That's fair. Juneteenth wasn't even on our radar. Like, if we was pushing some shit to get signed, Juneteenth would have been at the fucking bottom of the list. I mean, uh, you take your you take your little W's where you get them. So who is we? Is the question I got. Cause that wasn't on my agenda. Well, oh, so, so it was on somebody's agenda. So, 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 so let me, kid. Let me, let me say this. About, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Let me say this. So it may not have been on the agenda for it to be a federal holiday or whatever, but it was always on the on the agenda to get that specific instance account, in history. Yeah, the specific accomplishment or instance in history ought to be on record. The the, I just uh, read a book about this. Well, so the 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 acknowledgement of the U.S. government saying that this is now a federal holiday puts in the books officially that they know that slavery actually happened. It was a thing, and it was abolished at a specific point. It was never a time. There, if you look legitimately, Google it, look through in the history books. 
in the history books, there's it, yes, they say slavery was abolished, well, but there was a, there's there's no true uh, there's no true accountability taken. There's no true instance or there's no true words that say okay, slavery was a thing. It happened. It was abolished. It's now over. There was nothing before that time. Before there was nothing legitimately in the U.S. government history. There was nothing that actually stated slavery happened. Slavery's over. The oh. fact that the fact that the federal government made Juneteenth an actual federal holiday cemented in U.S. history that June that Juneteenth happened, that slavery happened, and that slavery was over. That's yeah. the importance. It's, I mean, it's a big deal to, isn't it's going to be an incredibly big deal to like people who keep up with history, statistics, scholarship, because now there's going to be a, a concrete timeline outside of the vagaries of all the surroundings of the Civil War. You're yes. forcing a little more honesty in what yeah, it, it's, this country. That is what that boils down to. Even like it's the I, more ephemeral uh w than tangible. Yeah, right. Like I hate it when people I, it, this guy this made my absolute buddies. I hate it when people said that removing the statue doesn't do anything. I, I used I hate when people say that because statues are extremely symbolic extremely symbolic yeah you want to glorify something when you want to put something up there when you want to it's an idol you put a statue up there they got a statue of kobe and Shaq outside of staples for a reason because they did some big things for their organization all right so when you put something like these confederate statues of monuments up there you are glorifying something that was wrong so when you do things like take them down that is extremely symbolic i often say i use i give you an extreme example of that if the British had blew up the Statue of Liberty when France gifted it to America, it would have been a fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the reason why that, that stuff is, is there. These, it's, it's all a form of, of, of symbolism and accountability and, and things that you're, you're, you're forcing people to acknowledge. Well, even drawing a compare, even draw the comparison here, right? The only the, the real holiday that celebrates any type of liberation of the United States before Juneteenth was 4th of July. Yep. That was it. That's all and it was. It, but that was the country as a whole before it became what it what in months later what it what actually became to be the essential ground zero well not ground zero but the uh expedition of the thought that black people and anyone that wasn't Caucasian was lesser than so the fact that now we acknowledge the fact that the fact that the fact that now we acknowledge that slavery is over and there was an actual emancipation of black people from the previous slave owners and the people who quote unquote reigned supreme it happened 100 the, years after the free after this country got free by the way right so now 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 that that's been acknowledged the start there's only up from here yeah. we've gotten we've gotten step one now we need to keep going that's because, the that's the importance of the day because now and another plus side now uh african-american history has always been talked about in a real ambiguous like in a foggy hazy type of way but with this now there's room for a I'm I'm gonna use I'm gonna say this with a disclaimer. The words I'm about to use 
I don't mean that, that like this is literally what gonna is gonna happen, but I'm just using this as like a skeleton of how history is gonna be recorded and like re-recorded and you know how things are gonna be added now. There's a place now, a starting point or a pivot, we call it a pivot. Now there's a place for um and like I said, I don't mean this because this is just like a skeleton. Ancient African American history, modern African American history, uh, you know, sim- you get what I'm saying? Like now things can be put into their correct academic places because we got a pivot point. Mm-hmm. Everything before and after. I'm and it's not to say that it didn't matter before, but now it's like I don't want to say it's a gimme. It it holds more weight. Yeah, it, it holds, holds more weight. weight. But now a map, a map can be it. All the borders on the it's gonna be hard borders on the map. Now we can draw lines to and from places more concretely and legitimately. But to kind of, to go back to what you were saying about it, Greg, it, it so. Personally, I wouldn't have done anything for Juneteenth if it wasn't for people that wanted to uh, have a fish fry at my house. Mind you, they were probably going to do that that weekend anyway because I'm hospitable. I like having people over, whatever it is. But work one fucking happening. I would to keep it a book. If I'm if if I'm, if I'm, if I'm in if I'm going to be completely honest, if one of my if one of my good friends' birthdays wasn't on actually on July Fourth, I wouldn't celebrate July Fourth. I, I definitely do. They ain't got no, like if we went we went down to Savannah last weekend. I didn't give a damn about no fireworks. I was there celebrating the birth of my the birth of one of my best friends. That's what it was. I, I feel you on that. And then that's that's not your the well, my question now becomes, okay, is that something that you've you have you never celebrated Fourth of July or very sparingly? Or is that something that you made a conscious decision as an adult? So I, I don't school and off work. Well, see, here's here's the thing with me, right? I can't necessarily answer that question fully because my family's not from the United States. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, he's from Chicken Island and shit. I'll just say I don't recall a time I ever celebrated or just was like geeked or happy or ecstatic or enthusiastic about the Fourth of July. I mean, I always looked at it as a day off. Uh, I may have viewed the fireworks a few times, but I mean, like. Even like last weekend, like I just didn't, I just didn't really care to do anything, or I didn't feel no Fourth of July spirit. Like that's just never be me anyway. And got to shoot fireworks at my friends when I was younger, and I was excited about that. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's really what it was about. It wasn't necessarily about celebrating Fourth of July, or it never was. And even now, me as a more conscious adult, I'm less likely to. Keep in mind, I say at. Not with. <laughs> I had a broom, so I used to the story time. I used to have this broom handle, right? Or I would go find a broom handle, and we would have little firework wars, and I would drop bottle rockets in there. I would light bottle rockets, drop them in, and hold that bitch on my shoulder like an RPG, and, <laughs> and like we would shoot Roman candles. We was really reckless, and just shoot Roman candles at people. At so I'm not. I'm not saying that I would pay to see that 
But I, 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 I dropped a solid vol- uh, volunteer of five. To so I had to do shit like that because it would be Reg and his cousin Mac, and then it would just be me. And I would be like, well, that's two on one. So now I really got to get out of your ass now. Like, <laughs> I really got to do this. Because they can just like shit and PVC throw it. Let, let me tell y'all something, though. I know I used to live in Hawaii, bro. Ain't no place in the in the country that I've seen pop fireworks like Hawaii does, bro. I mean, like, what they gonna burn? Crazy. All the islands already on fire, Bruh. That's hilarious and disrespectful. Like, <laughs> I used to look at my window, <laughs> and you can see Diamond Head, bro. You will see fireworks everywhere in the sky. They, if there is anything, they they're not really celebrating like on New Year's, maybe Fourth July. They don't really celebrate Fourth July for. If y'all know Hawaiian history, yeah, yeah, for I, sure. That's a whole other thing too. They, they, yeah, mm-hmm. but they pop fireworks on like any place you all will ever. Yeah. See. In your life, I promise it is like <laughs> one of the most impressive things that you can see people in in one island collectively do as as one. And they don't. And even in their local neighborhoods, man, they don't just get a few firecrackers or get one of them few shooting things. No, when they both they pop fireworks, them fireworks will pop for ten minutes, ten straight minutes. They will get something that will just go, 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 go loud, boom, 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 boom. I mean, they just blowing stuff up. It's some of the most impressive things that you will ever see people collectively do, and you will lose your days. hearing. I miss the days when teenagers just used to commit arson. What? So what's what was what, what's really messed up is as like if you go into my old my old um neighborhood, like when my parents used to live. Well, actually, where they moved back to now. There used to be a house. As soon as you drive in to the left, that's literally what happened. I think it was like maybe been 13, 14. He started a little fire in the, in the trash can, and some bitch just it, it exploded and ended up burning the house to the ground. Shit, Did he is he okay? Terrible up. I mean, if he they all got out the house, so they fine. But like okay. it, that, it just it just happened. <laughs> Tra- the trash can. What the fuck was in the trash can? I don't, I don't know. Me, Arthur. Hmm? Who got Found a little teen in the tree for me. What you talking about? Uh, no, he said a teenager uh, started a fire in a, a small fire in the trash can. The trash can exploded, set the house on fire. You sound a little too intrigued for me. Huh? About what? You, sound, you sounded a little too intrigued for me. About? About the, the fire in the trash can. Really? You you saw your face like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, no, man. I, you know, we burn that shit down. We gonna burn the whole house down. Where <laughs> up we go? So, if any of y'all listen to AJR and y'all actually listen to the lyrics, bro, I've tweeted this a while back, but I'm gonna say it again. AJR makes music for people who didn't know they had recovered from depression. Because <clears throat> they got this song called I'm Way Less Sad. And I'm just like, yo, this is really a sad ass fucking song, but it sounds so good and upbeat. But it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, are you are you really okay? Mm-hmm. And all their songs are like that. If you go listen to them, they're just like, I want to write this nigga a letter and make sure that he is okay. If you actually listen to the lyrics, <laughs> but that's just my little caveat on AJ. You say write a letter, like emails, anything right now? Yeah, anyway. but you know, people get so many emails. They probably wouldn't went straight to the manager anyway. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, if I write a letter to a celebrity, I'm, they're way more likely to get that letter than they are to check the email. Yeah. 
I give you that. As long as it ain't no, yeah, and just like Ashley just said, who the hell is to say they check their own email? Like you said, their manager probably getting forward and all that shit. If it's heartfelt enough. Yeah. If they died of cancer enough, that shit gets forwarded. I don't know, man. Eminem didn't get Stan's email. I mean, little. Wasn't that just... I, I always thought Stan was how <laughs> Eminem felt about himself. <laughs> so, I, there's a... Because ain't that, ain't that him yes. talking to himself in that song? Mm-hmm. But isn't that the message in the song is him, him, a, a little piece of him died because who he was becoming. So it's, it's, I didn't acknowledge who and he if, was. If I'm remembering these songs correctly, and this is just my own personal theory about it, I think he's speaking to himself as a fan, more yeah. or less a fanatic of his potential and what he came from. And now he's realizing that this downward spiral that he's on, as far that he was on, as far as like the drugs and the fame and the money and all, and this, then the third, if he keeps going along this path, he's going to start losing the little bit of himself that be, that became a fan from the dirt. Yo. So once so once he keeps climbing, Stan gets crazier and crazier, and then I believe the last letter he got, he drove himself and his girlfriend off of a bridge into water. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what happened. So w- once he got to that point, I think he finally released himself from the ties he had from what he envisioned for himself as far as his fame. That and from there, I think that album would, may have been recovery. That was him recovering from his drug um not binge, but drug addiction. And after he got out of rehab the second time. So that was the that was the official release of all of his demons. So now he was able to actually just focus on him being better for himself and not having this stand on his back while he was just, just trying to more or less. Uh, speaking uh, of fanatics. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Stan was on uh, Marshall Malcolm's LP. That was way before relapse and all that other stuff. It was a bunch of letters, though. Speaking of speaking of fanatics, I was at work one day, and I don't know if I ever, did I ever tell you about the time this dude was like best thing the government ever did randomly. Uh, it wasn't random, but he thought this shit was okay to say in public. Uh, the best thing the government ever did was kill John Lennon. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that one more time. The scariest shit I ever heard at work, nigga, was uh, uh. This dude said the best thing the government ever did, because we was at work, we was working, rocking it out, working on airplanes, and um, and a Beatles song came on, and a dude, and he's like, uh, I'm going to call him Barney. So Barney fucking hates <laughs> the Beatles. Barney fucking hates the Beatles. Barney hates anything that's pseudo-communist or communist at all. He's like, which is weird, because he's not super hood America, not ex-military, none of that shit, just plain Jane dude who hates communism and he was like oh please turn that fucking song and I was like damn you don't like the Beatles uh Barney he's like nah and then like a couple seconds passed and I kept working he kept working he was like nah the best thing the government ever did was kill John Lennon scariest shit I ever heard because in my mind immediately I was like man I'd have been hung as fuck fuck around with you back in the day Barney because <laughs> you said because you said that shit so dark and like Assuredly, that like, yeah, down with communism. And I was like, 
you know what? I that's cold. Not, well, yeah, but um, I'm fascinated with how conspiracy theories deeply root in people's minds. Like, granted, with the whole John Lennon thing, I don't know because I fucking wasn't there. But where's the evidence to, for, for me to make that leap of faith to say, yeah, they did it? You know what I mean? Like, where's the evidence? That's, for that? what, that's what has me lost. I just, well, 40, 40-year-old John, Legend, John Lennon, Jesus, was entering his luxury Manhattan apartment building when Mark David Chapman shot him four times at close range. Yeah, he was a fan. He was a fan. Uh, he was a fanatic. That's why. That's what made me. That's what made me segue into that. But the fucked up part about this whole thing was when he was like, the only thing they fucked up and did was when they missed Yoko. And I was like, I'm gonna take my ass back to work because uh, this is getting really dark. Uh, but yeah, he really just, didn't like them. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. What did they do to him? Well, she's. She probably, she, he, he, pro- he probably caught his wife cheating on, cheating on him with somebody and they was playing the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some deep-rooted problems there. Well, they make, they make people like that, man, they make loose connections and they, they have loose connections and then they make hard assumptions from those loose connections. Okay. I, I like that. I, I really do like that because we live in an era where conspiracy theories can flourish because not too long ago, 5G tiles were giving niggas coronavirus. And right. cancer. And, and cancer. cancer. Both at the same time. I'll let <laughs> So. I'll let boom by in. So, I, like, that's the shit that just kind of like. I got cancer. I got COVID at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the shit that kind of blows my mind. Cause I'll be flying. Never mind. That's, that's the whole thing they're going to do with critical race theory. You see how far they're taking that. I need, Which, to educate, I need to educate myself on that. So, bro, I didn't know that was a college-level course. That's not a course, bro. It's it's just like a piece of like a – it's 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 like a – it's just but like I a didn't piece know. of information. It just explains but with why all we the... as black people are in the position we are today and how well, we are have been in the history. That's well, really – all it is well what i didn't know was the outrage surrounded it made it people made me think like they was changing the entire like primary education system i didn't find out needs been mad for eight months i only found out a month ago that this was at the college level so let me put you on game. it's and it's only and it's only at the college level let me put you on game so hey <laughs> trump had this issue with the 1619 project. A lot yeah. of historians had issue with the 1619 project, right? Yeah. So this kind of snowballed after that because that was the initial kind of narrative that got put out there that they feed to whoever they need to feed to 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 draw the score, right? And then critical race theory became a hot button issue because somebody brought it up and then they're using that as a narrative. But like you said, critical race theory for the most part is not being taught K through 12. As a matter of fact, I've it's taken really, a critical theory class and it it's impossible to teach it at that level. That's a seminar. Anything with critical in theory is a seminar level. You're talking an eight fucking hour seminar, a four hour sit down and talk class where you don't do nothing but talk. We'll Anything see. you know well enough and you can't teach it to a fifth grader, you don't know it well enough. Well, uh, with, tell the people who do neurostatics that shit. I will. <laughs> well, 
you can you can sit in front of a classroom and tell children whatever you want to tell them. However, um, because teachers do get in trouble for saying shit that they shouldn't have been telling kids in a damn way, and that counts as education. Like anytime you give somebody new information, that's technically teaching, right? But critical race theory is is in nobody's standards K through twelve. Could go your whole college education and not even hear about that shit unless you are a particular major and for the most part it's going to be liberal arts major you're not going to hear about that shit and for the people who are fighting for critical race theory in k-12 i'm just like there's very few high schools offer african-american education like a class for that shit especially in Florida. In general, they don't really teach anything regarding that that's what i'm confused with all the outrages about it in general it is something that We've always said, all of us agree on, we didn't learn that much about African-American history, mm-hmm. uh, black history, excuse me, you know, growing up anyway. So, Except me. I mean, and even when they had events and stuff like that, it would be very few people drawn to it anyway. Very few people interested in learning it. So I just don't get where all of this is coming from about it being forced on children. It's teaching it to hate white people. I'm just like, yo, it is like, it is really not that complicated to understand what it is like in the grand scheme of things and the people who've been working with these theories and this shit have been doing this since like 75 since the 70s the late mid to late 70s and so the outrage learned like just indirectly or that we didn't know was related to critical race theory anyway so i don't stuff that we don't know until we come to know until we're adults which critical race theory is more than a black and white thing too. Like it's yeah, because there's more than just black and white. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all yeah, it talks about yeah, Asians. I mean, you know, the way it, Asians it, be it, fucking it, each other with the with the little uh uh fuck man, I was gonna say something so terrible. With the big rice weenie is crazy if you look through their history. Mute well, this nigga, bro. well i'm I'm gonna say this right like we also need to be careful with our words because a lot of times race ethnicity class and all these things kind of get mixed up but that there are some kind of like fine lines that we need to stop crossing because technically race and ethnicity are two totally different things Mm -hmm. and um you know Asian is a race, but there's an yeah, ass yeah, of yeah. Asian ethnicities. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, basically. So you, you can't be racist. One Asian can't be racist against another Asian. Would that be right? Would that be Asian ethnicity or nationality? Because those are so you, you can have. So was I just yeah, racist absolutely. or just ethnically insensitive? That e- ethnically insensitive. Oh, okay. I could deal with that. Nobody cares about ethnics. Because so <laughs> I, mute this man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you can have a, a nation, right? So a nation could be like the United States is a nation with a lot of different races and ethnicities. And mm-hmm. you could have places like, for example, uh, Kurdistan, right? When all this ISIS shit was blowing up and, and all these different countries were going to war, well, not different countries, but different places going to war, there were a group of people called the Kurds who had an incentive to fight because they wanted to establish their own nation state, Kurdistan. And they actually live in parts of Iraq and Iran and Syria. Um, if you talk to any Nigerian, they talk about Biafra. Biafra is a part of Nigeria that wants to secede from Nigeria 
and be their own nation. Texas. Texas, exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Texas yeah. could be a nation if, if they want to. So like you know what's funny about the Texas thing? I really want them to succeed because this because I know how it's gonna play out. <laughs> I like I know how it's gonna play out. We really might need Florida to do the same thing too. Now see, hey. Florida will succeed will succeed and succeed. That's the difference between Texas and Florida. Because you we could lose Florida and not get Florida back and it will be okay. If we lost Texas today, we would get Texas back. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. If I was Florida and I succeeded, we'll be heading the coalition, the United States of the fucking Caribbean, my nigga. We have transport, I mean tourism on fucking lock. Cuba, yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Haiti, Trinidad, Tobago, all those other damn countries. Bahamas. Damn, damn near every cruise you get on, you got to go to Florida first. Hell yeah. We had this shit on lock. <laughs> That's funny. That is yeah. funny. If Texas seceded, would they remain an ally? Probably not. Hmm. We would just end up with Texas again, or Texas would end up getting split between Mexico and the United States. They'd be like, uh, what is it, Switzerland? Everybody hate them, but they're not big enough to really fight anybody, so they just got to be. They just got to be neutral. <laughs> oh, they tighten up that border, though. I know you bought a Mexico. They would tighten up that border like no other. I bet you they would. You know, Mexico's going to try to get all the way through Texas. You know how big Texas is, Nick? Now they got to get through another country. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about just for them. I'm talking about for yeah. them. Who, Mexico? Yeah, they. You talking about for people getting out or for yeah. people getting in? Yeah. Well, I Bro, mean, if Texas if, seceded, if Texas people seceded, coming to Mexico wouldn't be a problem. If Texas people seceded, coming to Texas would be a problem. Yeah. If Texas seceded, that's what, Mexicans that's what would just be yeah, going yeah, next door. Coming into Texas would be even more of a problem. <laughs> well, for for Texas, it's not an America problem no more. So they would have to. So, man, I'm telling you, that shit will be. I hope it happens because that shit will be funny. And in two years, it'll be we'll have Texas back, <laughs> or Puerto Rico will get the opportunity to step up. One of the two. I think Texas is just waiting for California to just fall off the face of the earth. That way, it's like <laughs> all right, be like, right, perfect, our time. <laughs> like, we going to next. All right, we out of here. Is that thing still happening where they, the default? Or whatever is like, is that still a thing? Yes. They well, might I actually don't... break off, like literally. Yes. I don't I think learned... it ever stopped being a thing. Yeah. Fault yeah, lines I... are like tangible things. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the hard facts, sir. I, I learned in Alabama that the earth, like that shit is constantly moving, like Pangea and then broken off. Like we mm-hmm. we, we still drifting. So, you know, twenty thirty thousand dollar years. Yeah. You know, yeah, twenty, thirty thousand years from now, shit, Japan might be next door, you know. You don't feel fucking <laughs> That'd be some good ass sushi. Coming off the, yo, the wars of that part of human history are gonna be so fucking dope because they're gonna be petty and shit. Because these are already, because <laughs> think about it, these are already established countries and like borders technically wouldn't be changing. Everybody would just be a little closer just from the other end. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so like I use Japan for an example like prior to the whole Hiroshima and Nagasaki thing like they had a real Teddy Roosevelt approach to like dealing with the rest of the world like 
uh, speak loudly and carry a big stick. Uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he said, speak softly. I know that's the quote, but that the actions of that gentleman were very loud. I'm sorry, <laughs> they were very loud. And um, well, that's the point. That's, that's, that that's, that's the point, though, right? Because he carried so, a big stick, meaning his actions were loud, but he didn't really talk about them bitches at all. But Japan being next to California, at some point, it's going to be a plot to take California from the U.S. And and it's going to be weird because we don't really want them as a collective. So, like, do we let them have them or do we go to war? Like, pet, the petty wars will break off. And I think that would be an entertaining time in history during the this petty is, wars. This is my vision of the future, right? We get yeah. travel to a point to where you can get around the globe a lot quicker than you can now. And immigration is hard to stop. Motherfuckers are just gonna move the way they wanna move. And I feel like when, when these old divisions like nations and, and stuff breaks down, people start clustering together based on the shit that they wanna cluster around. So like, for example, you got a part of the world that's just like diehard Christians, like Christian land. Like you can't do drink alcohol there, you can't do none of that shit. And that's oh, the only part whoa, of the you world. said Christian land, not Mormon land. Hold on now. <laughs> I mean, the Mormons got Utah kind of on lock because of like historical things. But like, what if people decided, you know what? We're going to move to a place and we're going to affect change there and we're going to make it our own little place. And it has nothing to do with race or, or geography or language or none of that shit. It's just like ideals i mean like america's supposed to be kind of like that thing but i mean like in the future though like Proceed. everybody who who like anal sex moved to like finland and then finland became anal sex land like that's yeah. that's <laughs> well i had a real nigga might have to learn finish now <laughs> <laughs> you, you get what i'm getting at are we getting that specific? You feel like it's really going in that direction? We... I'm being I'm being a little hyperbolic. Oh but... yeah, but that's that's very super cultish. And that sounds very scary. Well, it's or not like cultish class. if everybody's doing it. Like class, like the richest of the rich lives in uh Greece. Something I don't know. You know, like the only the richest of the rich and like everybody works from home because they all got computer tech jobs. And I mean, the riches of the rich live in Greece and all the poor Greeks have to go somewhere else. And then that was because the future and technology enabled that to happen. Hmm. And then black people built Wakanda somewhere. And then, you know, shit like that. Or people who want to speak Latin have taken the Vatican and they live in, in the Vatican, they only speak Latin in the Vatican. Damn, you know fuck what I mean? The Swiss Guard, huh? They just took. The... <laughs> <laughs> just took the Vatican. <laughs> just took the Vatican. All I'm saying is, is dead I feel like white Italians everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you don't want to be around people and you want to be around your tribe, whatever your tribe looks or feels like, there's a place on Earth for you and your tribe to go and inhabit and do y'all thing. And I hope technology expedites that process. I mean, in the ancient world, that's how it was. Uh, -uh. like if you were born, part. if you were born in a part of the globe in the ancient world, there was no way you was gonna get to the other part of the globe, not feasibly. If you were gay, if you're gay in the Caribbean now, Wait. it's tough. <laughs> if you're Damn, a woman just... in Saudi Arabia, tough. So we don't have enough time for me to get into it. <sighs> 
continental drift is real and prehistory is a real complicated topic. But okay, I get what you yeah, said. yeah, yes and no. Because man, fuck, dude. I was just trying to there's no short way for me, and I just had to tell somebody this last night because they was asking me questions about Christianity. And I was like, there's no easy way for me to sit here and go from beginning to now without you just being more confused. So I'm just going to say yes and no to you right now. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Those words came from the resident historian. (laughs) (laughs) There's no easy way to do it. Cause what really got me fucked up, cause what opened my eyes to something else that was that I learned in college. So my mom and my aunt both watch period pieces. They watch foreign shows now, and it blows my fucking mind to see my mama sitting down reading subtitles watching a Korean drama. Blows my fucking mind. So to and pause you real quick, just for the, something. Oh, right. my wife just walked in. <laughs> it's cool. Um, so. When I first heard about the term period piece, I thought it was something that females watch whenever they were on their period. We all said just girly things. Like the vagina monologue? Or anything on Lifetime. That's originally what my thought was. And that I've learned in the last few months that that, that is completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also about Lifetime, um, you know, I have always seen violence against women on Lifetime. And I thought that was like, the whole point was to be like a different type oh, of channel no, with it. You know what I mean? Like, how should I put it? It's always these shows like Battered Women or or Snapped or shit like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, is that y'all demographic? Like showing women violence against women? Like, <laughs> I guess, but like it, it's a niche, I think, or it's like. Uh, wait, are y'all niggas talking about trauma porn? What? So you're saying that in a very generic sense, right? Like watching <laughs> like, traumatic. So things have you never and you like that? So not like no, actual a, pornography. No. So there's a there's an episode of South Park. <laughs> there's an episode of South Park when um it's like. Cause you know, Law and Order is in like season 176, because yeah. Ice T and all those other white people aren't gonna die. Um, uh, at like season 20 or some shit, mm. there was an episode of South Park where they basically grilled uh, the TV, the media companies, because all of their parents were ignoring household duties like as soon as you get home from work you go look for your mom and dad they sitting in the fucking bed watching Lauren or all you hear is doom doom in the criminal justice system <laughs> <laughs> sexual based crimes are especially heinous and this that and the third so they came up with the term well they used they didn't come up with it but they used the term trauma porn for people's um this new incessant addiction people have with watching terrible things happen to people and the issues being superficially resolved. Okay. I feel that. Okay. 
And it was like, it's something fucking wrong with y'all. Like, so basically, and the argument was, you know how people say kids need to get out of video games, get out of the house? The argument, it was the revert, it was the adult version of that. Like, goddamn, you can't sit here and watch this same motherfucker who just everybody in every episode of this show gets touched. I get what you're saying. Get off of that shit and come play with your kids. Like, come go talk to your husband. <laughs> like, it's not healthy. <laughs> It's a it's a human thing to see terrible things happen. It's just that's just the balance. That's just, we're natural scales. Yeah, Arthur, but, I know you're getting old. You didn't say human. You said human. <laughs> well, you know, it's a you in there. <laughs> he, he, he did the, the Spanish thing, you know. The H is silent in Spanish. Right, so right. human. Human. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy. We should Are we doing Wakanda? We can be. I'm, 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 I'm asking. I'm cool for whatever, but I just I feel so like we should be in Wakanda. Yeah, we should. Where would, Wakanda. Where would it be? Where would it be? Where would it be? You know what? I mean, obviously Atlanta's gonna be like the first, like, but then Atlanta would just literally have to like engulf a larger land area to accommodate. Uh, you mean what they're doing now? I I ain't been there. They, I don't know. They're working on it. So my 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 first thought, right, would be because obviously Wakanda is like its own country and it's engulfed by some. It's highly technical technologically advanced. What we could probably do is throw it somewhere in the northern territories above Canada, and just because who up there? Nobody for real. Okay. Might as well take it. Might as well. Well, you're gonna have to import some heat in that motherfucker because um... well, that's why you got that's why you got the dome. You got the dome. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you can you can set you 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 got a thermostat in the main building. You can just set it from right there. Well, you know, if we can get out into space and we can build Wakanda in space and shit. Nah. One <laughs> nigga said, "Nah." <laughs> I mean, there's stuff here. We don't have to go to the space. Well, yeah. you know, we've been here forever, and uh, it ain't been too hot. So it's been, it's, it's been steadily getting better. Like, okay, I put it like this, man. We came a long way from taking a shit in the house and throwing it out the window. Enough. There is progress. There is progress. Hey, hey, you, granted, you our that? people never did that, but you know, civilization has come a long way from having to tell people, "Hey, buddy, you you shouldn't throw your shit out the window." You saying that remind me of uh, I think it was Monty Python and the Holy Grail, like one of the open opening scenes. He was walking through like main like main downtown or whatever, just screaming out, "Bring out your dead!" And people were literally just throwing their dead people out of the windows and laying them <laughs> on this massive cart. I, I cried laughing the first time I saw that. Or we didn't came a long way. I use some. Uh, we didn't came a long way from. Uh, y'all niggas ever heard of the? I think it's called a mid, the midnight drip or the midnight cocktail. You haven't? Okay, so y'all haven't watched F is for Family. So, uh, wait, have any of y'all seen F is for Family on Netflix? I've seen a few episodes. Uh, set in the sixties, right? Sixty-seven, something like that. So. Back in that time, uh, you know, childbirth is still a, a, a somewhat mysterious phenomenon, a, a, a troublesome phenomenon that happens to human beings. Um, so 
Winnie came a long way in terms of anesthesia and this, that, and the third. Back then, this was only 67 years ago, they used to use, have you ever heard of uh, scopolamine, the devil's breath? So let me tell you a little bit about scopolamine. It's called the devil's breath, if I'm remembering it correctly. But in its root, like it's in its purest form, you could just go pick this flower off a tree. There's a little dust you can get. You can walk down the street. You can blow that shit in somebody's face and they won't remember anything they do for the next X amount of time while that is while the substances circulate through their system. But the scary part about it is it's called the devil's breath because while you are mentally unconscious, your entire body is like awake. Like you are wide awake you can function as you do every day. The only difference is uh, to say you were highly susceptible to suggestion would be like saying a beetle is smaller than an F-250. Gotcha. So. <laughs> it's like so, so it's, it's like uh, it's like mean? a mind control drug, and it's and it's sim- the simplest way I could describe it is a mind control drug. There's instances of people having this shit blown in their face, and go to their condos and their apartments and their houses, and helping people move all their stuff out their house, and then they would just wake up in their apartments or whatever and be like, "Where the fuck is all my shit?" And then they will run downstairs and talk to the doorman and be like. Uh, why did you let me move all my shit out? You know, you, you never seen those people with me before. And the doorman will be like, well, you were awake and you looked so happy with what you were doing that I thought you just had found a better place to live. It's like the, what, what the uh, Netflix show, Jessica Jones, her like main enemy or whatever. He was very convincing, like that kind of, that kind of shit. Yeah, except this is real. <laughs> Except, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying except, to draw yeah. comparison. No, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Except it's like, it's like that. Except you lose. Well, his was suggestion, and he would try to control you. This shit would like actually do it. This shit would actually do it. Mm-hmm. And this is a, like a what's the highest class of drug? Like you schedule one. one like schedule one so it's like if if i had to if it was on american store they'll probably have to make it a zero because this shit is dangerous based off what i just told you but you know science that came a long way and i'm just saying you know we didn't got a little better because that's the shit they used to give people who was about to give childbirth and they oh, used shit. to and they used to mix this shit in a liquid uh you know Obviously, the IV drip, but they would mix this shit with something else. It would be like scopolamine and morphine, I think, just like raw morphine and scopolamine. And I think they called it like the midnight drip or the midnight cocktail, but they did it on efforts for family. And I'm just saying, you know, you know, man, we really came a long way as people. Like, we don't do none of the same shit no more. People don't paint make mercury on the nails. Like, like we're learning every day. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, we, we still got we still got a ways to go. But yeah, I mean, also known as that's one of those that made me feel less pressure to know it all or just call myself an expert because even experts been wrong as hell. Hmm. Wrong 
If y'all got Paramount Plus, I suggest y'all go watch Evil. If anybody has it, I like it. Shameless plug right here. I like the show, so I'm gonna plug it. There's a pair. There's a Paramount Plus. Bro, mm-hmm. if there is a channel, it has a plus. Oh, so Paramount Plus, but the, <laughs> let's be honest, bro. But right. the best part about Paramount Plus is they got like they mostly have a bunch of old shows on there. So my old ass was watching. I don't know if y'all ever heard of. I was watching Taxi, the show, a couple months ago. I was watching yeah. Taxi, the show, and let me tell you, you talking about funky ass intros, nigga. Go look up the the name of the song is Angela, but go look up the theme to Taxi. And tell me that shit don't make you want to go pour a scotch. Pour a scotch. I remember saying tell me, tell me that shit. Tell me that shit don't make you want to go. This is going to sound terrible. Tell me that shit is not going to make you want to go look at a woman and be like, hey, honey. Can Angela I cook by them? Bob James. Yep. Can I go cook them yams tonight? Or is your husband going to be upset? <laughs> and on that, if that note. <laughs> if, that song, if that song don't remind you of an era where people used to Comfortably touch their receptionist, knowing it was wrong. Long way. Anyway, on that note, this has been another episode of Scattered Notions. We are your subject matter and am- subject matter amateurs. Oh, we're gonna have some cool shit here in a couple months. It's gonna be a surprise that I gotta get that I'm getting made for us. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can yeah. start pouring stuff up like this in there. Yeah. yeah oh, we- no, man. If you're pouring shit like that in that big-ass cup, we're going to have to have a come to Jesus. <laughs> Don't judge me. Don't do it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I got to make this mark thing on my phone. Oh. Hmm. What are the things called? They call pop sockets. Pop, pop sockets, some- yeah. yeah. pop sockets. Oh, that's what they call, dude. I, I just been... It's uh, it's it's like TiVo and like Google, like that's not exactly what they're called, but that's the dominant brand, so that's mm-hmm. what we call them. Like cap, like uh, what is it? Pack and play or like Band Aid and shit like that. That being said, alcohol in moderation is okay. Don't be don't. Honest.